Thank you all for stopping by. My name is Justin Gilly, and you're listening to the Rated JG Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Rated JG Podcast. Appreciate y'all stopping by. We are going to be doing another installment of Put This on Your Playlist, um, but we're going to have a little bit of a a twist because I would be remiss if I did not bring up possibly the thing that I'm most passionate about other than music, which is the freaking Dallas Stars, and they are in round two of the playoffs, the conference semis against the Seattle Kraken. Um, They have taken all of my money by these uh, current home games for the, the playoffs, and I'm super fired up. So everybody here that's not interested in hockey, give me about 10, 15 minutes because we're going to talk about that first. Or go it. Oh, it's good for your soul. Oh, my God, dude. I can't even explain how excited I am that they're in the second round. Before I kind of shifted into just a, a music-centered podcast, we talked about hockey all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the room is a Dallas Stars room. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, if y'all haven't seen it, go check it out on the Instagram. But my entire podcast studio is just covered in Stars memorabilia. I've got soundproofing on the walls that are victory green and black. I've got... Every playoff game I've ever been to, um, we got rally towels up on the wall. I mean, green velvet seats in here. Yeah, <laughs> kind of a, uh, I guess a homer of of sorts when it comes to hockey. Or no, you know what? I won't even say that I'm a massive hockey fan. I'm a massive stars, stars fan. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, mean, I like hockey. I think I think the NHL is the most exciting spectator sport um, to watch and or especially attend mm-hmm. live. But yeah, um, admittedly, I'm not a huge hockey follower. I just know a lot about the stars. Well, and the stars have like a cult following too. Well, and yeah. so people don't think like Texas hockey like would get any traction. I mean, like that Minnesota guy, he was like, so do people actually come to these games? Oh, right? yeah. Um, but we packed the house. <laughs> and for like people that don't know that song that we just played, if you've never been to a stars game, uh, that's called Puck Off. <laughs> and uh, it was a very last-minute thing that was thrown together by uh, Vinnie Paul and uh, Dimebag Daryl of Pantera back in 99 whenever um, with the Stars went to the Cup. They were both huge um, Dallas Stars fans, and they used to hang out with a lot of the players. And I forgot who it was that was their, their main guy, but they were, like, hanging out after they won the, um, like, the conference, and they were going into, like, the Stanley Cup. So I, wanted, I forgot who it was. But anyways, um, they were like, hey, man, you should – we're getting tired of – listen to the same stuff in our uh, locker room and before our walkouts. Y'all should put something together. And they were like two days before game one. He's like, well, son of a bitch. You didn't <laughs> even give me any time. But Appreciate the heads up there. It's back when Pantera was on top of the world. You know, Dimebag was still alive, and they put together Puck Off. And that little two-minute clip plays every time the Stars score. It plays in their introduction. It's like a, a huge thing that, mm-hmm. that is a, a big part of the Stars um, experience if you go. So... Like I mentioned before, we just won, was it six games? Mm-hmm. Uh, we beat Minnesota. Love that because mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Jake Ottinger, our goalie, is from Minnesota. So what better? And there's bad blood. Yeah. Oh, I can't. S- yeah, we'll get into that too. <laughs> but 
it's even sweeter that I saw a stat today. Minnesota has not made it out of the first round of the playoffs since 2015. And it's our fault too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at the <laughs> that one up there, 2016 yeah. playoffs. So, yeah. you know, uh, whatever. Minnesota, we know the whole history with, you know, the, the North Stars and then the, the expansion in 93 where we came down here and they became the Wild. We became the Dallas Stars, whatever. It was a neglected franchise and that is what it is. But there's always bad blood there and we always seem to match up with them. And they've got a couple of our players that we miss dearly. <laughs> Mr. John Klingberg. It's so weird. So weird seeing him in a in a Minnesota Wild sweater. But it hurts my feelings. I wanted a I wanted a Klingberg sweater. That was the next one I was gonna ask for. Man, he's it's weird seeing him because he went to Anaheim for a little bit and then he got I didn't even see him. I think he was hurt a lot of the time he was there and then he switched straight over to Minnesota. But either way, don't wish him any bad blood or bad luck or anything but minnesota i can't stand them and have a love-hate relationship with another person on their team that has become a staple um the reason it's love-hate is because it's matt's zuccarello zuke. love zuke he uh, a couple years back i think it might have been 2017 maybe 18 we picked him up at the trade deadline and i think he played like 15 games with us broke his hand like shattered his hand like the first game he played with us and the guy was unbelievable became one of my all-time favorites and he only he was only here for like half a season or I mean not even a half a season I think just the first round of the postseason or however long we went but he gelled perfectly with the team put up incredible stats I mean he was all over the the score sheet you know assist minutes played you know power play unit uh, goals he was incredible and everybody wanted to sign him after the season was over after we lost we didn't sign him, and I was crying. But all my tears were dried very quickly because it gave us Captain America. Yeah. That gave us the cap space to get Joe Pavelski. Mm. And holy shit, what a signing that was. I thought Pavelski was old, which, I mean, in hockey years he is old, but he came over, he was the captain from San Jose, and he's been here ever since, and my God. He's still wrecking shop. He do, he's done better here than he did in, in uh, uh, San Jose, and that's saying something. I mean, yeah. he, had a, he had a great career. So anyways, he comes over here, solidifies us having a second line. You know, actually, he moved up to the first line. That was back when Sagan and Ben were getting bitched out from ownership because they were getting, like, two goals a year. Complacent. Right. And so he comes in. He cements himself, um, does excellent, gets all these stats all over the place. And then we pad that line with Jason Robertson and Rope Hintz. And now that's the most feared line possibly in the entire NHL, not just in our conference. I mean, unbelievable but we ended up going to two games in the first round we did have a home ice advantage so the first game we went to was on a monday night <laughs> game one at eight thirty p.m which i'm an old man and i don't do anything during the week much less late during the week so this was out of our comfort zone anyways but i wasn't about to miss that game so if we I'm not showered in bed by eight thirty. I'm, I'm pretty upset. Facts. And we went, and no regrets. It was great. But, of course, it had to be the most drama-filled game ever. Just to, you know, the end result was we lost in double OT. <laughs> Freaking, what is it, one-to-one. So we go to double OT and we lose. Mm-hmm. Monday night, we left before double OT. We still got home after midnight. And I think the game didn't even end until, like, 
we flew home and we made it home in the intermission. We right. still didn't miss anything. It was, I mean, just so Monday night, late game, goes into OT, double OT, and we lose. Like, what a mm-hmm. freaking shitty we way to start your week. Until like 1.30 in the morning watching that game. I wanted to call in to work for the rest of the week just <laughs> from depression alone. We turn it around. We end up winning in six. But that game one was crazy because I just mentioned Joe Pavelski. He gets lit the fuck up by Dumba. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, it wasn't a dirty hit. Yes, it was. To me. Um, I think that it was, you know. It's personal. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it's a biased thing, but I can't stand that. Minnesota, we were better than them. We are better than them in any, every single shape, form, and fashion of hockey. Everything you can think of. We have better skaters. We're faster. Our power play unit's better. Penalty kills better. Score more points. You name it. Goalies are better. Whatever. You get it. Mm-hmm. But they are so much more physical than us. And they bullied the shit out of us that series. Mm-hmm. And that's coming from a diehard. We have Yanni Hockenpah back there, but he he ain't doing nothing. You always said that about this, though. Yeah, we are. We're little bitches because <laughs> ever since we gave away Roman Polak and Oleksiak a couple years back, we have no enforcers. None. And Roussel. Oh, yeah. Roos wanted to be an enforcer. He was he just... He was an enforcer. He was a Roos. But, but, I mean, it is what it is. We don't... We, we got this rap. You know, I don't know if you saw the, co- the press conferences, but Minnesota's coach was like, yeah, they're, you know, they have the scouting report out on us, and they were taking dives and this, that, and the other. And Pete DeBoer, our coach, was like, okay, I mean, <laughs> stay out of the box. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you guys are coming for our head, and we're taking advantage of that. Yeah. I'm w- sorry that you kept... <laughs> giving it or getting penalties against it. Right. Hold on. Help me. Yeah. <laughs> Taking penalties. Yeah. It was, they were, uh, they've <laughs> got right. If they, cause they've got Dumba, Felino and Ryan Reeves who, mm-hmm. you know, it ended up, they, they were going to get mad at us and say it's our fault whenever your players don't know how to <laughs> get it together. I will say Felino took some, you know, he got hosed on a couple, but I mean, the thing is stop putting yourself in a situation like that, right. especially if you're down and your team is getting, Wrecked. How many more times do you have to get like boxed for the same exact thing and you don't change it? Well, not only that, but you're losing in every aspect of mm-hmm. the game and you're putting yourself at a disadvantage. And who has the best power play unit possibly in the NHL? <laughs> the Dallas fucking da- stars. And every Star. every time they went on the mm-hmm. power play, we scored. Mm-hmm. I think we have like a freaking 70 or 80% percentage. Mm-hmm. Of, that's crazy. It was wild. And then on our on the other end, the special teams unit as a whole was incredible because our penalty kill mm-hmm. was great. I don't think Minnesota scored maybe, what, two or three goals the entire six-game series when they were on the man advantage. I can't speak to that, but I do know that we had a couple shorties. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Robey mm-hmm. did that, too. So, anyways, that, that was great because Pavelski, like I said, he got hurt in the very first game in the first round from um, Dumba, and he never recovered. He didn't play another second of that entire series. They, he, he's a game-time decision today. I don't know if they're going to play him or not. Oh, he's still hurt then? Well, I mean, he's cleared. He had to go through concussion protocol, uh-huh. so he's cleared to he play. the last game, yeah? Mm-mm. He hasn't played any. Sagan is what is who stepped up. No, so I remember Sagan like hit like being on the line that um he was in. I just I feel like I don't know. Mm-mm. No, he hasn't played at all. So he's a game time decision tonight for game one with Seattle. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do, but that leads me into another great topic of discussion because Tyler Sagan, I've been so over the Sagan train <laughs> for <laughs> years now. I that's a whole different another conversation. But he has 
blown me away. I mean, yeah. he stepped up in the biggest way. Four goals or something Multiple like that. Multiple times. Like, Dude, he got huge. I was just hoping for him to fill the spot mm-hmm. and be unnoticeable. Just right. get your minutes. Make sure that he's, I mean, he's playing on a line with freaking Rope and Robo. Right. What are you going to do? Like, how are you going to, how, just if you get attention, it's probably going to be bad. Just help them be what they already are. And right. then he comes in and he steps up and he's yeah. scor- He's winning face-offs. He's playing on the 2016 Zagan. Oh my God. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. And then we have the Renaissance, you know, Jamie's mm-hmm. playing out of his mind. So I'll take it. The, all the stars are aligning right there. No pun intended. <laughs> Yeah, so he was playing great. That was a, a big deal because Luzon Pavelski was a big hit to us there, you know. But, um, like, there, the Jake Ottinger situation, we had our fabled run in 2020 with mm, Ant- Anton Hadobin, who played, I mean, it doesn't even make sense, the, right. the season he had, and then Ben Bishop. Mm-hmm. That two-headed monster was, I mean, they broke every record you could break as a tandem goalie. Yeah. And huge shoes to fill you know yeah. ottinger and you know just kind of slid in there dobby kind of faded off um uh, bishop retired so we knew ottinger was the man but he was like 21 at the time mm-hmm. then he's just solidified himself as top shit i'd say top three goalies in the nhl and he's playing out of his freaking mind right now he's from minnesota he has made like that the that's fact that he's from minnesota just makes it so freaking sweet and he is shutting them the hell down gone i mean he almost had back-to-back shutouts yeah you know w- so do you know what that has to do to the team leading into this next round oh god no air in the tires it, i mean just it's discouraging no i mean to to our team like oh. i'm sure they're like wanting to play out of their mind for him well they better i mean <laughs> you're screaming at the tv that first monday help him i was I, like oh my god justin they can't hear you yeah well, I'm, i am i'm screaming i'm like fucking help him yeah. like i mean my god this dude's putting up 35 yeah. saves a night yeah jesus christ get it out of our zone he's unreal help him yeah. this dude can't be a stone or shouldn't have to be they better go in there like with this fierce protection of not protection of him but like play for him right you know like Damn, I, and I think they are. You know, they're they're turning it on for sure. You can see it, especially in that last game. I mean, just w- we were playing out of our freaking minds these last couple games, and th- that's yeah. knowing you got somebody back there as a safety net like that's incredible. And another guy that gets he flies under the radar, and I don't understand it. Maybe because it's we're a smaller market team. Miro Haskinen is. In my eyes, the best defenseman in the NHL. I love him. And yeah, I love how Miro. Like he, I mean, he skates well. He's um, his freaking hockey IQ is incredible. He sees lanes. He he makes everyone around him better. And if you leave him open, he can also shoot and score. Mm-hmm. And in this Pete DeBoer system, he can do that. Yeah. So which he definitely couldn't in the Rick Bonus mm-hmm. system. And shout out my boy Rick Bonus. He just got eliminated by Vegas in the first round. His Winnipeg Jets are going home. So. See ya. Bye. Wouldn't want to be you. But yeah, there. Uh, that's kind of a, a good wrap up there. For I just wanted to. I know a lot of people listen to this just for for music, but I had to talk about <laughs> the stars. And if I wasn't, or we weren't freaking dead broke right now, we'd be at that game for <laughs> sure. But we'll be watching it here. So game. Well, I don't know when I'm going to post this, but game one's tonight at eight thirty, and I'm calling it now. I hope I don't jinx it, but we should sweep Seattle. They are not fucking good. Let's do it. They barely snuck past a very beat up Colorado. Yeah. I mean, Nachushkin was out. Kale McCarr was in and out. I'm like, they, we should beat the shit out of Seattle. If I'm it goes, excited. if it goes more than five games, I will be mind blown, but I do. I, I really do think they're going to sweep them or it's going to go, you know, 
at least or no more than five. I'm excited. I feel like I have not seen like the Kraken. I've seen never. <laughs> I mean, I've seen them a little bit, but it's definitely like they're newer, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, they were the expansion draft, what, two years ago, I guess. So, um, yeah, that's the only two teams I've never seen in real life, like on an actual live game, is mm-hmm. Pittsburgh and the Seattle Kraken. So yeah. maybe that's an excuse for us to go to a game this uh-huh. round. Ba-dum-psh. Right. But seriously, though. Dallas Stars, let's go, baby. Bring it all home this year. Round two starts tonight. Yeah. Now on to your regular schedule programming. <laughs> so I've now that I've got all of that out of the way here, I will let you speak on your your first put this on your playlist suggestion uh, for this past month. Uh, you said this one is Ghost. Yeah, it's from a band Ghost. No, <laughs> dang it, I already messed it up. It's from a band What Was Me, and the song is called Ghost. Um, the I just kind of found this band. Apparently, they're like a thing, and. Um, apparently I have been missing out, but I have been deep diving into the band for sure. I heard ghost, I think first, um, it is their latest release and it came out on April 14th. Yeah. So super recent. Um, and it is 2023 by the way. So (laughs) I'm not mistaken and off by a whole entire year. Like I was the last time, but yeah, they just released it on April 14th and I dig the song so much. I went back and I was like, who is this band? And I I'm a fan. Fangirl now. Cool. Okay. Well, this one's new to me, too. So this is Ghost by Woe Is Me. That's why I said they smack. I said this is this is literally my alley. Why? Yeah. What? And they, I've got their Spotify pulled up. They have freaking a quarter million monthly mm-hmm. listeners, two hundred and thirty-eight thousand. Yeah. Holy I shit! I was expecting them to not have very many because I'm I'm not saying I'm somebody, but like I'm a freak whenever it comes to music. So it's like, how have you slipped under my radar? <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I really like them. That's um, I always joke around and call your music like gym music, but I feel like I could listen to that not in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost, woe is me. Where are they? Are they from, like, here? Or they don't, don't sound – a lot of the bands that you like are from, like, overseas. Well, I, like he, I think because, um, like, Caskets and Landmarks and stuff like that, they're overseas. Like, I keep getting, like, featured song or featured right. bands from overseas as well. Right. Um. I think that's why, but yeah, like almost everybody that I've been playing recently is not from here. They are, I don't know where they're from because it doesn't say. See, that's why I like doing this though, because we're two music nuts and like finding something or someone brand new doesn't happen very often mm-hmm. and that fires me up so these guys actually are not brand new they um no i meant like to to us yeah. is what i meant so um returning so this might be why we've never heard of them returning to the music world after 10 years what um, woe was me is officially back with the latest single ghost with two reunion shows under their belt a number of festival appearances set for 2023 they'll be at blue ridge 
and more new music on the way. Expect a lot more to come for the newly resurrected Woe Is Me. Hell yeah. That's exciting. Okay. Well, that was a good segue there before we get into my music. Why don't you tell the people where we're going in September? Ooh, buddy. We are going... <laughs> mm. I'm so excited. We're going to this festival. It's called Blue Ridge Rock Fest, and it's on September 7th until the 10th or 11th. I don't know. But literally every band I've ever loved ever is going to be there, and we're going. It's in freaking Virginia. Who cares? Not us. We're going. I'm so excited. I can't even freaking... I'm literally getting fired up just talking about it. I'm so excited. What? It's got caskets. It's got well, Dayseeker. It's got... Th- what? Sorry. No, no. I was just saying, like, what is it? Like, I mean, it's just an outdoor festival. Yeah, like, so it's Steamboat, but for metalcore. It's like our music or my music. Oh, okay. So, like, what Steamboat Music Fest is to country rock, this is the same thing for yes. that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, well, that'll be an experience. So that'll be in <laughs> September, and I'm sure that's going to be hotter than shit. If it's, it's in it, Virginia. Virginia is, like, really, really pretty. It's, like, 75 degrees there. Yeah, that my, a couple of my buddies went to school there um, in Virginia Beach or whatever. Oh. So, cool. It's well. going to be at the, Virgin, or the race, Virginia Raceway International. I'm I'd just excited. Take your word for it. So, yeah, it'll be fun. And then especially, I've never been to, well, I take that back. We were just talking about a festival mm-hmm. that I've been to. So, um, but Steamboat was a little bit underwhelming um, in my eyes just because of the freaking hoopla of it all. And you, you, you kind of talk about it and hear about so much. And then you get there and it was so commercialized yeah. and everything. And we hit a damn blizzard on literally a blizzard on the way in. Yeah. So, um, Blue Ridge is um, known to be like the biggest rock festival in America. Um, and they have a completely fan requested lineup. Of artists, so it's nice. It's gonna be so good. Cool. <laughs> See them in September. Okay, so what's my first one here? Oh, this one came out last week uh, by one of my. I really do like this guy. Uh, he's a local Texas guy, um, blowing up a lot within the last year. Uh, Mr. Tanner Usry. Yeah, you've talked about him a while. Yeah, I've I've liked his stuff a long, long, long time ago. Like whenever he was doing Josephine and all that, just the the acoustic videos we used to watch on YouTube mm-hmm. way back before he had all this long hair and stuff. Now he's kind of come into his own and got his own thing going on. But yeah, this is a brand new one by Mr. Tanner Usry. Uh, this was released last week and it's called Give It Some Time. It's something to believe in, baby. I love that. I he, that was pretty good. It's like that's the uh, the path that I feel like the whole music scene is going down here. Like uh-huh. it's not. It's definitely got some country influence, but I would not consider that a country song. And I love how the build into the chorus. Would you hear that huge like? I like that. The the big drum swell. The dun 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 yeah. dun dun. I like, I <laughs> okay. It was. I do like the song. Um, I wouldn't choose to listen to it, but I do like. I liked listening to it. I will say that I heard that like build in and I got a little excited 
And then it kind of let me down. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference between I Blue know. Ridge Rock Fest <laughs> and Steamboat. Uh, Steamboat let us down. Blue Ridge going to go hard. <laughs> um, yeah, I heard the da da da. And I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. That's just, a, I think that's his second single he's released. So he's got an upcoming album, I'm sure. And um, that's one person out of all the people that we've seen in the in <laughs> scene in the scene, all the people that we've seen in like this music genre. I've never seen Tanner Usry. I thought we saw him at Mm-mm. Steamboat, like in the sessions, Mm-mm. in the small room sessions. I've never seen him anywhere. Um, he's always he's always around too. What the hell? How have we never <laughs> seen him? Now that I think about that, <laughs> he's slacking. I put that on the list. And your playlist. <laughs> okay. Next, you've got uh, um, random. So what? Music fest in Fair Park in Dallas on our anniversary, June twenty fourth. Woe is me. We'll be there. Anyways. Oh, nice. Sorry. Let's see. Next one you said is uh, "Sunshine" by Beartooth. I know them. Yeah. I, I know that band. Yeah. So um, Beartooth is super popular. Um, they have. They've been playing for years. Um, but they just released this new song. Um, it sounds a little different than their usual stuff. Um, not too off the par, but, um, I just really like it. It's, it's kind of, I can relate to it a lot, especially lately. Like, dang, I just want to see some sunshine and it's kind of like an upbeat as opposed to like, meh, well, where's the sunshine? They, like, I gotta see the sunshine, you know? If I remember right, this band does kind of have a lighter sound to them. Yeah, yeah. I don't want that. Obviously they not. still, they still scream but it's like more uppity. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Yeah. Well, this song is literally, it's called sunshine with an exclamation point. Everything (laughs) I do is an exclamation point. And you've ever texted me before. I can't use a period. If I use a period, I'm mad. (laughs) And I'm looking at the like album art, you know how it's got the animation on Mm -hmm. here on Spotify and it's just dancing suns. Yeah. (laughs) Let's see how happy this song is. Okay. This is sunshine by Beartooth. Sunshine that would finally show I might die if I stay in this cold And I finally admit it I gotta be committed To let this story unfold I hear angels calling my name And I better listen before I implode I don't care for a minute If no one's gonna get it Let's try selling our souls There's so many different things happening. Yeah, that is for sure all over the place. But that is it. That gave me such like, I don't even know. I get punk. Is that the right word? Like like newfound glory. Like a lot more like um, like that pop punk. Um, what is what would you consider Blink One Eighty Two? That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, punk. Like you know Blink One Eighty Two, newfound glory. That was giving me huge like early early two thousands, like oh four oh three type. They mixed in like their sound with that sound. Yeah, you know. Um, one thing I really like about them, the lead singer, he is, um, he's sober, um, and he's been sober for, I think a little over a year. I could be wrong. Maybe two years. I don't know. Um, but he talks a lot about like mental health, um, and wellness in general, not like a fitspo or anything like that. Not a nutritionist, but it's kind of like go out and get some sunshine today. Like, you know, I was feeling lower, um, I was looking for something healthy and productive that I could do. I hugged my wife and I played with my dog. So like little things like that, like he's never actually said that quote unquote, but. Well, that's cool though that he uses his platform because especially 
given the nature of what he does for a living, you know, probably some masculine type mm-hmm. dude is what you have. I don't know what he looks like, but I mean, whenever you're singing like that, you think of I mean, like he's a, a freaking rock star. You'd think he's right. Yeah. Exactly. And then for him to talk about his feelings and stuff, yeah. it isn't, well, it's well, becoming, it is an emo band. I say it's becoming, <laughs> <laughs> I, as I was saying that I was like, well, maybe, maybe not, but yeah, good for him. And that's cool. Especially if he can parlay that into an actual song. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, I did like that one. That one's my favorite one you've shown me in a while because that was like, that was your personality in a song. It yeah. was all like, you know, screaming and then like, da, 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 da. And then exclamation points. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So Sunshine, Beartooth. Well, I think I actually might even like that band now that I think about yeah. it. So, because if I know them from just the name, I'm that there's probably. You, there's a, a lot of songs I'm yeah. sure you know that you just don't realize you know. Right. I'm, I'm sure that I do. So yeah, cool. Maybe they'll be at Blue Ridge Rock Fest. They will be at Blue Ridge Rock Fest. Okay, I think everyone's going to be there. I told you, anyone ever that matters ever. <laughs> What's my next one? Oh, my next one you're going to love because this is a band that I took you to see them for your 23rd birthday. Whiskey Myers? Yes. You have not played Whiskey Myers. I have not played Whiskey Myers in a long time. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't liked Whiskey Myers since we went and saw them in concert. Yeah, I can get that. That was, you know, no disrespect to them, but that was one of the worst, if not the worst concert I've ever seen in my life. It was awful. I mean, they were horrendous live. And I don't know if they had an off night or they were fucked up or what, but it was like, you ask anyone that went, we were like, what was that? It was so bad. But, um, you know, we used to love their album, uh, Mud, in 2016. I was like, no, they were awesome. And then Firewater back in 2011. I mean, like, Lightning Bugs and Rain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lightning Bugs and Rain was my favorite. Right. Uh, bar Guitar and a Honky Tonk Crowd. You know, Brent Cobb wrote songs for them. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Mud, uh, Frogman. Like, they, they jam. Stone, one of the most beautiful songs ever written. Yeah. Then, but yeah. it's just been kind of all over the place. But I haven't really liked any of their stuff and then they get the they had the yellowstone effect where they were played on yellowstone taylor sheridan's in love with them so whatever but and twirling their mustache this i'm so excited i don't like this album okay this came out in (laughs) july of 22 and i this is shows you how the algorithm works because i listen to like three or four songs off this album Mm -hmm. and they have a lot of horns they have like a whole horn section and yeah i know like Like, car horns like no like a brass section like you know Trombone, like trumpets, trumpets, yeah, like stuff what? like that. What? Exactly. Are they playing in a circus? Uh, it was, I don't know. I listened to a couple of, I came back and uh, it came out, excuse me, almost a year ago in July of 22. So I was like, whatever, probably mm-hmm. gave it a couple of listens and it was just not yeah. my thing. Well, this song popped up randomly on like my For You and it's called Wolf or The Wolf. Dude, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Okay, they're still in there somewhere. Like, I know the Whiskey uh-huh. Myers I like is in there somewhere. I'm trying to find the uh, the little, whatchamacallit, the intro, like the bridge and then to the chorus. It says, I've been to the bottom. Uh, I ain't going back again. So who in the hell you think you're playing with now? You done fucked around and let the wolf out. Oh, uh, yeah. Ooh, I was, but I'm like, let's let's go, dude. Oh, so, yeah, this is The Wolf by Whiskey Myers off of their 2022 album Tornillo or Tornillo. I don't I don't know. Anyways, here we go. Yeah, I kiss my wife goodbye. Let the moonlight time to make some money. Everything's going to be all right. They try to hold me down, but can't nothing last forever. I feel it in my bones. There's a change in the weather. Put me back in the saddle. Out on the road this way, I make a living. It's the only 
love that so much. I just got so excited. <laughs> and you, Oh, my God. And it was... That is exactly what I meant by that song sounds like it could have been on the 2016 album. That's Whiskey Myers. Right. And then I cut it off right before. Well, hold on. Let me see. What does it suck after that? No, no, no. I'm just saying it's exactly what I was talking about with the with the horns. Listen, and I like the horn section. Um, matter of fact, I had Mr. Eric Willis on the podcast, um, and he's a Texas music legend, and he was talking about his um, album, and he has a horn section in the album, too. So I like that, but it's just not their style. But listen, this is right after that. Just kind of like it, it literally like makes me think that they're like about to go perform like on a football field because they're playing the halftime show in the <laughs> band. No, I wouldn't go that far, but I mean, it's it just doesn't fit. It, I, I live and die by the live show, mm -hmm. and you can vouch. Oh, yeah, they were horrible live. Well, I don't really remember, I just remember <laughs> thinking, Oh my god, they're awesome! What are you guys talking about? But they were so bad, and I didn't even, you know, the, the the first couple songs I heard on that album, I brushed them off. And that's me wanting to like them, you yeah. know, because they were, I still have Whiskey Meyer songs in my rotation. Yeah. It, they sound like summertime. They sound like the lake, mm -hmm. the river. They just, they're happy music. And then somewhere along the lines, I just kind of fell off, and that album was disappointing. And then that came across, that's not a new song at all. I don't know how I just found yeah. it, but dude, that one. I like that. A lot. A lot, a lot. I could do without the horns, but. Definitely. I love that song so yeah. yeah shout out to whiskey myers for um playing to my 2016 brain because that is i'm here for it banger for sure uh what's your next one okay Sub samira samira uh, i've been saying samira i don't know if that's how you're supposed to pronounce it but that's what i've been saying okay so introduce your next one here so this band <clears throat> we were talking about how like all of my bands are from overseas recently um they are founded near dortmund Dort Dortmund? <laughs> I know I'm saying this wrong. I, sound, I can hear myself sounding so silly, but Dort Dortmund in Western Germany, founded in 2017. What? Um, they aim to slightly recreate the genre by also staying true to the roots of heavy metal music. They recently released their album Smother, but that was written two years ago because it's not recent, but it was released on April 23rd of 2021. So for whatever reason, I am like, I mean, my birthday's in April. I don't know why I keep gravitating. Gravitating. Oh, I just combined <laughs> those two words. What was that? Gravitating. Uh, <laughs> okay. I got excited. I couldn't um, do spaces in between words. So <laughs> gravitating towards songs in that were released in April because um, that uh, Ocean Atlantis. No, Ocean Ocean Atlantis, yeah, that new band, they're not new, that band, they, like, released their album in April, and then the last song from uh, What Was Me was released in April. What the heck? And then this song is released in April. Cool, so anyways, this is the Samira from Nightmare, and they're from Germany, and they only have, like, 300 monthly listeners, right? Yeah, 334, to be technical, and it's Dortmund in Western Germany. Nice. Okay, well, now they're going to have 335 listeners please correct me if i'm wrong i <laughs> someone tell me how to say dortmund well samira if y'all are listening let us know also samira 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 like tell can you help right. us <laughs> anyways help. this is their song nightmare hey, we can't forget 
that whole minute. There's so many different like levels there. Yeah, it took a while to build. I love that stuff though, like where they kind of let the instrumentals take the forefront. That's so weird that they only have such a. Well, I'm not discrediting. You know, yeah. three hundred. That's a lot of freaking people. Right. You know, like. But in like comparatively speaking. Yeah. And like talent. And they've got thousands of, of streams, so. Yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe we'll get them some more fans after yeah. listening to this. So. Everyone, go follow Samira. Samira. S A M Y R A. That's so that. someone. Sam Ra. Sam Ra. Like them so much, we don't even know what their name is. <laughs> but yeah, that's cool though. I'll just well, spell it every time. That is a that's definitely worth looking into as far yeah. as more of their music. Because their whole album is super good. Cool. Just so you know. Well, we'll add that one to the playlist. To the playlist. Add it. All right. And since we talked about um, hockey for quite a bit, uh, we're only going to do three a piece this week. Three a piece this month. Um, so we don't keep you for a super long time here. But my last one. I am contradicting myself, <laughs> and I was I was conflicted on just putting take a deep breath and put his hands on his hips like an old man. Yeah, well, I am old. <laughs> um, I contradict myself because I am firmly against all that is mainstream country. Not for any other reason. I'm not, you know, fuck Nashville. I just don't like it. I'm not. It's, it's the worst. It's not like it used to be. You know, country radio used to be awesome in the '90s. You know, Travis Tritt. You know. Um, Tim McGraw, Alan Jackson, yeah, all that. But now it's just very, it's different. It's clap tracks. It's it's just whatever. I get it. You know, make your rhinestone cowboys, make your money, do your thing, not hating, just not my thing. But this guy, I have been playing his music forever now. um, And he released an album. His full length album was last week. It's actually self-titled. It's called uh, Nate Smith, which is obviously his name. Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, wh- <laughs> right? <laughs> what? He made an album with his name? Yeah. I'm confused. Yeah, like his self-titled album. Like that's a thing. Yes, yeah, like half of the people that make albums do that. Like Taylor Swift. Okay, that Michael makes Jackson. Sense. Yeah, <laughs> I was having the hardest time. I home. thought you were messing with me. I was like, "What?" I'm like, "Okay, and this album so. is called Casey Gilly by Casey Gilly." Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. That's I, okay. That makes so. sense whenever you say it like that. But yeah. So, anyways, the the song that I was playing, it's actually it was re-recorded to put on this album. Um, uh, one of my favorites. I'm not using that for the put this on your playlist because it's years old. But um, you'll remember this one. Hold on, let me show you. Just to give you an idea of who the guy is, because I absolutely freaking love this song, and it's um, it's both commercial and not commercial because I love how he. I'm a sucker for like a a unique chorus. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate the da 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 da. I hate yeah, exactly the where you can just see it coming from a mile away. Yeah. This chorus from this song, and this is the song that made me be a fan of him. This one's called Sleeve. Give him my all. Oh, I tried and I tried, but couldn't stop loving her. Some people take it for a ride, they rust outside like a broke damn Chevrolet. Some people keep it inside, going out of their mind like they're high on cocaine. Oh, I wish they wouldn't just go throwing it around like it's fools gone. Slowing me down. Wear mine on my sleeve. 
was on the radio? See, that's... I recognize that song. That was on the radio, though? Uh, I don't know, but I know that it's like a Nashville-type thing. Like, I mean, oh. he's got five million yeah. monthly listeners. Well, that was a good song. I, I liked it. That was what made me say, okay, this isn't just like a... That doesn't sound like a radio song. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's very... He's that's kinda, why I was like, um, what? Um, Kind of like a... I don't know who else to compare that to, but... You can tell he's a big artist, but it's he's just got a little something different mm -hmm. to him. Maybe like a Cody West? Like he's not on the radio, but he's no, he's something. he's definitely on the radio. I, but oh, he's he's. Uh, I'm saying it doesn't really sound like like mm. your typical Florida yeah. Georgia line, oh, or God. you know, uh, what's that other? Freak? I got a heart like a truck. <laughs> I don't even know what song you're talking that's, about. That's <laughs> literally that's what I mean. That's a, that's a real song heart on the radio. Like a truck. Yes. What does that even mean? Uh, I don't know. It means that she's a very very rich woman who sings that. So it's a girl. It's Lainey Wilson. Yeah. Oh my. Okay, yeah. I'm going to calm down. <laughs> so you're exactly validating the point that I'm making. Uh, all of that, geez, I've been talking for freaking five minutes. I haven't even showed the song. <laughs> but um, this is, like I mentioned, he just dropped his first album or his full length, not his first one, his, um, his most recent one on uh, the 28th, I believe, last week. And this song is off that album, and it's called Under My Skin. And, uh, again, it's a little bit, like I said, more quote-unquote mainstream but i was like you know what i'm gonna go out of my comfort zone a little bit and say i actually do like this song not to be confused with on his sleeve it's under his skin there you go right but oh, i see what you did there got to me i tried to resist but your kiss blew me away every fear every let down every painful You see what I mean? Ooh. I told you. You got some good ones. I know who it is. Larry Fleet. That's who he reminds me of. Remind me what he sings? Uh, oh, he's the, uh, mm, the who, Twain. Who lied about love? No, that's Teddy Swims. Oh. Uh, hold on here. Thank you for the real thing, but that ain't fair to you. This is who he reminds me of. It sure ain't fair to me. I was thinking his voice, and I know they're two complete, like they're two different voices. The one that I referred to, Teddy Swims, but like maybe mm -hmm. if they had a baby, <laughs> Larry Fleet and Teddy Swims had a baby voice. There you go. So yeah, that. But do you get what I mean though? Like how that is a very commercialized type sound. Like it's very but the voice isn't the yeah. voice is very unique. Yes, and I listen to that, and I'm like, man, I shouldn't like this, but I do. <laughs> but I do. I shouldn't like it, and I do. I know. I saw you over there vibing to it. So yeah, Nate Smith. I don't know. This guy might just be one of those ones where he's taking advantage of what was given to him. Yeah. You know, like a Luke Shout Combs. Out. Do do your thing, dude. I always say that. I always go back to him. I'm looking at the picture where I met him, you know, yeah. freaking 2013, 2014 mm -hmm. when I'm watching Luke Combs on Vine with, you know, 200 followers. Yeah. And then we go see him and there's yeah. I mean, it's why you 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 like don't want it for them, but you want them to succeed. Right. And you know that their talent like should they deserve to succeed. But then it's kind of like 
y'all were mine and well, now yeah. everyone knows you now you're not mine anymore well you have a sense of ownership because like you're like well man i remember back when there was nobody yeah. there but like what kind of a fan would you be if you didn't want them to be successful right you know that's what, that has to have a name that's like the ultimate like struggle as a super diehard fan because like yeah, it's just a double-edged sword because like it's like your little prized possession like oh man i'm gonna show you this and then they blow up and you're like well it's not like yeah unique anymore it's kind of like it it's like a almost um not spiritual that's not the right word but like personal it's more intimate almost whenever it's not being blasted all over the radio and people aren't talking about it all over instagram it's not just like being like diluted by conversation and plays and things like that right um but at the same time like if you love these guys and like you know how um talented they are then you want them to do well Right. Right. And it might not even, I mean, that, that sentiment doesn't have to be exclusive to like musical acts. Like, I mean, everyone, I, I would assume everyone craves some sort of originality. Like, yeah. I mean, you don't want to just be another sheep, you know what I mean? You want to have yeah. a mind of your own you and some an individual, some uniqueness to you, whether that be like some people are like foodies and like, Oh, you have to go to this restaurant. Nobody knows about, yeah. or you have to go to the, like, and they like pride themselves on knowing right. these like little hole in the walls where that. Yeah. Right. I think that that's not something that has to be exclusive. There to has music, to be like a name to put on that phenomenon. <laughs> right. I will find but it. A quick little three a piece. We usually do what four or five, but I thought those were great. I, we did a really good job this week. Yeah. Huh? I, I'm going to make that a segment too, or try to, a like a little a brief section at at each one of these podcasts where people i'm going to do their suggestions that they send me because i was getting some really unique ones yeah and i totally forgot about it till just now and i don't have time to go back and compile all those but there were some good ones so yes keep sending those to me and there was some off the wall ones created a playlist on spotify that you share to the public and it's like all these crazy songs that people have submitted to you maybe that'd be cool yeah Ideas. Yeah, I'm always open to ideas, so send those over to me. and Let us know if you think that's a good idea. Yeah. Also, keep sending that stuff because I enjoy listening to literally all kinds of music. Yes. So it, there is no wrong answers. We appreciate y'all uh, tuning in. Uh, Casey, once again, thank you for doing this. You don't have to, and I appreciate it every time you stop by. Oh, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> it's personal now. Right. All right, guys. Well, uh, just remember, as long as y'all keep listening, I'll keep talking. We'll see you next time. Go Stars! Dallas, stars!